This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Swing high fly ball! Go to right center! And the Braves have won it! There's a new home run champion of all time, and it's Henry Aaron. A walk-off homer from Freeman, and the Braves win it! He is! Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of Behind the Braves, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Braves Digital Media Content Manager, alongside uh, Braves Alumni Director Greg McMichael. We are coming to you from our home here at the Braves Alumni Lounge at Truist Park. As we're sitting here taping this, we're getting ready to host the Toronto Blue Jays for the beginning of another three-game series against them here at the park. By the time you're hearing this, we may have uh, the first game of that series may have already been played, but uh, this, this we're hoping to carry that momentum we need some payback yeah i know they Holy they roughed cow. us up down at their place down in uh, toronto florida we'll call it uh so so we need to we need, stadium we, in, in toronto florida we need to give them a little little payback for that hopefully so hopefully by the time you're hearing this payback will have begun mm-hmm. in that uh certainly a lot of fun over the weekend against the phillies so we're hoping to uh end end up in dc last week so hoping to carry some mm-hmm. of that momentum into this week uh boy we've got a really fun episode this week great interview I, I you and I were chatting a little bit before uh, we turned on the mics it's we love getting to talk to Braves players both past and present and all of our Braves personnel staff coaches front office whoever obviously that's the backbone of what this show is built on and what we do here but I think one of the most fun things you and I get to do is when we get to venture a little outside of that world and we will bring in somebody to this show who has a, a Braves connection mm-hmm. somehow but we get to kind of step into their world and learn a little bit more about them. Um, just from a personal side, that's that's one of the things I love most about doing this show. And I feel like that's uh, you couldn't have a better example of that than uh, this week's guest, Grady Jarrett from the, the Atlanta Falcons. Grady has a new podcast uh, with the Falcons, Getting Real with Grady Jarrett. Uh, we highly suggest you check that out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, his latest guest, Dansby Swanson, you may have heard of him. Definitely go check that out on YouTube. Um, Grady was somebody who I remember watching when he played at Clemson and of course watched a lot now that he's here with the Falcons and but that's all I, before we knew we were going to have him on here, that's all I really knew about him was I knew Grady Jarrett, the football player, having watched him. Uh, obviously, he's a great football player. You don't get, they don't, they don't make you a multi-time pro bowler. They don't put you, they don't <laughs> make right. you all pro, the all pro. They don't make you first team all the ACC unless you're pretty darn good, uh, which he is. Uh, but getting to sit down with Grady Jarrett, the person today was really, really a treat for us. And um, I, I think you're going to hear it's, it's, it's exactly what we love to do here. We like to just have a guest in and have a conversation with them and learn about each other and i think that's exactly what we've done Mm. here today well yeah he's uh 
he's no small man. I mean, <laughs> I was making, I told you after he left, I feel like I was getting nervous, like saying his name just because I didn't want to screw it up. Cause I was like, man, if I, if, if I make this dude mad, he will crunch me up like a little bug. No, no, I didn't, he was super cool. Yeah. It is his, 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 his crew he had here with him. They were all very gracious mm-hmm. and very nice. Uh, yeah. but he's, there's a reason he's a, uh, an all pro, uh, NFL defensive tackle. He is, uh, he's a, he's a horse, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know you know that kind of world being on the defensive line and and having to block but he looks like he would be extremely difficult and he's proven it first of all you don't play seven years in the nfl without doing pretty well um their 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 life expectancy and and um you know as far as career goes is a little shorter than baseball but um you know they get beat up, but he doesn't look like he takes much. He looks like he he hands out the punishment. I think he's given out a lot more than he's taken. Well, yeah. when he was talking about that he wrestled, um, I could I just that picture of that thinking that him getting you down on the mat because he is well well proportioned to where I can see why he's so good at defeat, defensive tackle. You know, with his speed, quickness, and uh, strength, um, make him very tough tough to block. And um, but you know it was great to great to talk with him obviously being a Braves fan growing up in Conyers and and uh, getting to know him a little bit I, I agree with you I enjoy being able to talk to Braves fans from all walks of life but especially uh, elite athletes who who grew up in the Atlanta area and 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 getting to learn more about them and of course it's always great just to find out how people tick you know what make what makes you so special that you can do your job better than anybody else and and spe- specifically in sports so it's always fascinating to be able to talk to to some athletes and hopefully we get to do you know meet more people like this but this is what we love about podcasting right yeah this is this is it and it's and uh on another personal note how exciting it is to have somebody outside of our our braves world uh in person as a guest yeah, again we've exactly. been lucky we had kevin McAlpin, paul bird of course they're here with us every day at the ballpark uh but to get somebody else from the outside it's uh yet another sign of of uh nature healing and us getting back to our normal routine mm-hmm. so that was great uh to have him in but to what you were saying there just to listen to what you said there i think is the key thing what makes somebody like that tick and you just listen to grady jarrett talk about what motivates him and how he approaches his craft and his work ethic and even venturing life outside of of football and what he's looking at doing there and I, it's obvious he he gives his professional career his his football career everything he has uh, but did you can tell he's just one of those guys you can tell he's going to be He's going to do well in life even after football because mm-hmm. he's got it. He's got it together. And uh, man, I just I just really enjoyed sitting back and listening to him talk. That's that's uh, that's what this is all about here on Behind mm-hmm. the Braves. Exactly. So, well, well, how, why don't we just dive right into it then? Here he is from the Atlanta Falcons, from your Atlanta Falcons, Grady Jarrett. Well, hey, Grady. Welcome to Behind the Braves. Yes, sir. First time at the stadium, you said, right? Yeah, first time here, man. The place is beautiful. Yeah, and it's good, huh? Mm-hmm. Outdoors. Yeah. yeah. So do you prefer, what do you think about the indoor stadium you know where what? you play versus outdoor? You know what? I, I, I like and appreciate being indoor, and uh, especially back when we was in the Dome, it was super indoor. Now we can open up the top. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I, I think I like the outdoor, the outdoor yeah. vibes. You get to get on that grass. And uh-huh. like, hey, we're in Atlanta, right? Oh yeah, man. One of the best, one of the best things in the world. That's right. I'm gonna go hard for the eight. Well, you probably don't know this, but uh, we all have something in common. You probably would have never guessed that. And it's the color orange. Oh yeah. So I have the best orange, Tennessee. Oh, and I'll say Clemson's got the second best oh, orange, no, and we'll put no. Virginia in the third best orange. We're good at basketball, but Grady's a Clemson guy, so I can't be sitting here talking about basketball today. Yeah, man. Know, so. yeah, man. Well, right. well I about I went to Clemson. Clemson. That best orange. I about went to Clemson, so I was recruited by them in baseball, and mm-hmm. and uh, between them and Tennessee, and. Just couldn't put my finger on the coach, but yeah. uh, but Clemson was a great place. And yeah, man, love that town. And of course, it's close by. It's Braves country, so mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're we're really yeah, they love the Braves up there, man. They yeah, the Braves up there. You know, um, you know, with them being so close to Atlanta, they 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 tie to tie close to Atlanta um, teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, yeah, we we love. Of course, we talk college football all the time and pro football, and and uh, but we appreciate you coming on today. And yes, this man. is a great day to be able to have. You come out to the ballpark, yeah, and I guess you you got to uh, talk with Danzy some more. Yep. You had him on the podcast. Yeah, got to see Danzy again. Uh, we did a jersey swap. Uh, cool dude. He was about to go get him some rest before the game. So um, <laughs> I appreciate him coming out, saying what's up to me yeah. while I was here. And um, so I'm excited to see the boys go to work tonight. Yeah. Well, um, growing up in Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, you had to be a Braves fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I'll tell you this. I, I always loved Atlanta teams. I was never a big fanatic of, of teams. I always like good players. And um, you know, different sports. Baseball was was really my first love. I, uh, that was the first sport I played um, because it was like the young. I thought like four and a half, five years old. You know, played baseball up till eighth grade. And um, but yeah, definitely love the Braves, man. Um, when 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 the Braves was in the World Series, what year was that? Well, there was um, nineteen fourteen. Uh-huh. 1957. I wasn't there. Well, nah. <laughs> I wasn't either. 95. 95. Yeah, in 99. 99. 99. You might remember. Okay. Because I was playing, but my team, I was playing for as a little boy. I remember this. Uh, I was playing for the Yankees. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, my little park team. Now, because we was watching, we had it on TV, and uh, I was like, well, I play for the Yankees. But I, but I had, like, the Braves, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I do remember that um, as, a, as a young child. But, uh, but yeah, so definitely love the Braves, man. Just, you know, um, always kind of, you know, playing 160 games. I come watch every game. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, me uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But always keeping up with what the Braves got going on, man. So when, when you were playing baseball as a kid, what was your what was your position? What was your favorite position to play? Um, I was catcher and third baseman. Um, that was the that was my favorite. Um, I, there was some time I spent in the outfield, but catcher and third base was was my favorite position. And did you have any uh, any certain players that you liked as a kid that was your favorite? And then Braves or not Braves? I mean, who was your guy? I know growing uh, up in the nineties, uh, everybody I was a Braves fan, but all my friends were Ken Griffey fans. Yeah, and it was like kind yeah. of that deal. Yeah, I used to love Ken Griffey. Um, you know, my favorite game <laughs> to play growing up was that backyard sports, the little baseball playing the <laughs> yeah. baseball. You yeah. know, they got all the top players on there, like. Uh, you know, I got Ichiro, A Rod when he was real hot, Derek Jeter. You know, so all the all the big names. Just because I played the little games, I would I would draw too. Um, you know, because as a kid, you don't you don't know the ins and outs of everything. So. Um so yeah, so um, yeah, just just whoever kind of the popular players were at the time, kind of who I, who I watched, and that's what I you know kind of what about. Okay. Well, I I wanted to ask you about. We had two really 
good players. One was a little bit part you were younger, Deion Sanders, which was a teammate of mine. Mm-hmm. Deion was a two sports star, and then yep. of course, then you're you're probably more well versed in Brian Jordan, who was a Falcon and mm-hmm. um, a Brady. He was on mm-hmm. that '99 team yep. uh, that was in the World Series. But uh, so I'm thinking about: Did you ever think about you know? Of course, you had Bo Jackson too, mm-hmm. which was which was pretty famous. Did you ever think about? Well, I might be a two sports star. I like baseball, but I like football. I mean, was that ever something that you and being in Atlanta? I ask mm-hmm. kids that all the time. Yeah. Um, not that you're a kid now, but young ones, because we're very fortunate to be able to have two yeah, well-named absolutely. you know athletes that mm-hmm. that played multiple sports, which is unheard of when mm-hmm. you look at other organizations. Yeah. So I was just curious if you um, if that something ever crossed you know, your mind. Um, as a kid, it is something that crossed that crossed your mind. You know, then as you get older, you know, I stopped playing baseball in eighth grade. So um, as far as being a professional baseball player, I kind of gave up on that dream. You know, a long time ago. But um, um, I was a really good. Um, wrestler in high school, mm. but I didn't want to be a perf- like a. I definitely want to be a pro wrestler like my WWE. <laughs> like that. But I, I like I, I did think like if I went to like a school and that that you know do like sure. your, your college championships and stuff like that, and then could still play football. That's something that crossed my mind. But um, but no, I was all in on football, you know. And uh, but it definitely was a good you know that sounded like a good idea. But I don't know how they do it, man. You know, seeing oh how seeing Deion Sanders talk about how you know you go from the football game to. Yeah. The, Braves game to the woof. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Well, I think knowing Dion, Dion was naturally gifted yeah. in football. Yeah. He didn't I mean, I'm not saying he didn't work, but I'm yeah. just saying he didn't have to think about football. Yeah. But baseball's a little different mm-hmm. because you gotta put in some time because the hitting is so much is so difficult. Mm-hmm. I think if it had been reversed, if he was naturally baseball, I don't mm-hmm. think he'd been playing football. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, I think I think that's the way it worked out. And we talk about Brian, I talked with Brian. I just had him here for Alumni Sunday mm. this past week. And um it, you know, and he he actually gave up football, you know, because he looked at the longevity of his yeah. baseball career baseball versus career. baseball, and it's mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, it just lasts longer. So, um, yeah. but it is interesting. I think if those roles were reversed, it would have been a little yeah, different. Been a little different man. <laughs> it definitely would have been a little different. But, you know, the thing about baseball, man, so you got to put so much time into it. You know, people, a lot of people, um, and as I'm, I'm still learning what it takes to get to the major leagues, and even when you get drafted, like talking mm-hmm. to Dansby, like, even when you get drafted, had to spend some time, you know, in the minors or whatever it may be, and just to just to get your shot under the big mm-hmm. lights, man. And you got to think about it. I mean, there's people all over the world that play baseball, you know. Um, and you know, they, so I mean, the, that margin for error is just so small. And uh, so I can I can't imagine the time that they got to put in to be, you know, be a great hitter, you know, be good with the ball, have good ball, whatever it may be. Um, so you yeah, definitely, definitely from outside looking in, knowing knowing what it take to be a pro in my sport, mm-hmm. um, that definitely got a major respect. For for these guys. Mm-hmm. Why well, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about your new podcast, mm-hmm. uh, getting uh, getting real with G- uh, Grady Jarrett, and yep. you've had Dan's Beyond recently. I yep. uh, saw so you had uh, Coach Sweeney on yep. recently. Had yes, your sir. mom on. Yep. Like it's it's a uh, you're coming out of the gate really strong. Yep. So I just want to know what what kind of prompted you to want to get into to podcasting and and just that that whole area. You know, it's it's just fun, man. Something I think thought about, you know, and then you know, it's when getting into it, it's, it's just natural. You know, it's like natural conversation and um you know just having a conversation like this you'd be surprised how, how much people listening in can get from it <laughs> and uh but you know my co-host kelsey conway man she she brought it to me like a and she really when she brought the idea to me it really gave me confirmation on something that i could you know maybe do or like just it whether it's for fun or whatever it may be um you know because it's something i was thinking about you know just for fun like whether with my friends or just hanging out you know blogging vlogging whatever we do just hanging out or mm-hmm. having conversation like uh, just some stuff we messing around talking about and then she 
she bring it to me like on the platform with the Falcons and stuff. So I was like, why not? You know, we don't got nothing to lose. You know, it's fun. And, you know, whoever tune in, they get something from it. You know, we're not trying to be, um, you know, I'm, I'm, we're, just, we're just being us. You know, people Solve like some it. world yeah. issues. That's right. <laughs> yeah, people like it cool. They don't cool. So we, we just <laughs> on there having fun, man. So um, it's been it's been a good ride so far. Well, Ricky and I have solved a few world issues. <laughs> have we? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> on our podcast. I'm going to have to tune in and up. <laughs> this is our 85th episode. Wow. So we're excited to have this is our third season and um we got this because nobody else would do it yeah they, yeah. they, they kept going through the office and finally they got to our part and they're like well, well that, that's all that's left you guys want to do it like, yeah sure no it's, it's been it's just exciting to have you doing your show and mm-hmm. it's we're, we're mm-hmm. excited to be like just promoting it and especially on behalf of the falcons because we've had we've had so much fun and all for the same reasons that you're talking about yeah. is like we just get to have conversations with i mean we've obviously had conversations with braves players past and and present and people in the front office but i think i think i can speak for greg on this one of the most fun things we've gotten to do is we get to venture outside of the atlanta braves and we get to talk to grady jair from the falcons we get to talk to musicians or Mm -hmm. actors or whoever and all based around nascar drivers a little bit of nascar i mean we Mm -hmm. were kind of that's what that's what's great is just learning about what makes people who thrive in whatever profession they're in like what what got them there and Mm -hmm. kind of it all circles back to Braves baseball yeah. with us usually. They're Braves but, fans. But that's what's so fun. That's what I love about what you've done so far. You've yeah. already just a few episodes in. You've got guests that are kind of all over the map. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's the that's the recipe for success in podcasting. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely want to, um, you know, try to touch every – and whatever guest, always try to um, have some – have conversation on what, you know, whatever um, walk of life – anybody is in workforce whatever they can always take something from it you know um mm-hmm. something you know uh, having ray lewis on anybody can take something from him you know coach sweeney um i've learned some of the best lessons in life from him you know um my mother you know i learned everything you know from her just as you know things i learned in the household you know growing up whatever it may have maybe in then dance but, um you know he he brought on another aspect of it you know we're talking about mental health and um which is a big topic in today's society you know and so whatever it may be it's a little something for everybody and um, as we finish up this first season we're going to keep dropping some um, gems and um, you know just trying to figure it up yeah is this something you're going to do during the season two as well or are you just going to um, do it now for, for, for right now I'm just planning to you know to finish finish up um, up to for the season and then um, we'll see you know we'll reevaluate things you know I don't think I'm going to do it during the season we, we, but we might you know having that platform there may allow us to uh, you know drop an episode here or there real quick because I mean it's, I mean I got a whole set up at the house is easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, well, I mean, you see our setup, right? Yeah. About a, take about a good hour to get get <laughs> some work in. So um, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you you bring up a point just about people in your life that you've learned things from, and hopefully that people can learn things from the podcast. I did, something happened to me the other day that I never thought would happen, and I had a guy call me from uh, a, a student from the University of Tennessee mm-hmm. and was wanting to know about how to get into podcasting. So I never thought I'd be mentoring anybody yeah. in podcasting. I mean, I've talked to all kinds of pitchers, you know, yeah. wanting to learn how to pitch and um and someone how to get into professional baseball as far as uh, the front office but Mm -hmm. a new one was uh mentoring somebody and talk to them about podcasting so that's something that's going to happen with you yeah you keep at it people are going to say hey how did you get in that Mm -hmm. sounds like a really fun job yeah that's like getting out your comfort zone man you like i say you never know who you can influence and um just being yourself that i mean that that always gonna 
attract you to more people than you know being in, being something that you're not because um, you know you gonna show other people that it's okay to be yourself you know and then and then the things that I'm learning still doing podcasts um, I'll be able to tell somebody else down the road yeah mm-hmm. for sure and and that led me to thinking about mentors mm-hmm. so I wanted to ask you and we've talked about this on the show is just what are the who are those mentors in your life that whether it's in football or school mm-hmm. or or whatever that that you felt like that helped build you into the man that you are today yeah so you know definitely um my mother you know that goes without saying um and uh probably one of my biggest mentors as well who i'm going to have on my uh podcast coming up is my um my trainer my sports doctor his name is clayton gibson and um i've been working with him for um, i mean almost eight eight to eight to ten years now you know since i'm going on year seven in, in the nfl so probably about two years in college till now and uh you know just spending the time in, in the training and whatever it may be whether it be through life you know spiritually uh, whatever it may be he's he been a been like a um like i mean just just anybody can go to whenever i'm going through anything sure. um ray ray has been a uh, ray lewis he's been a great mentor for me growing up i've been lucky to have him in my life as since since a young child and uh, we talk about that on the podcast as well so um and then um i got a pastor that that i had in Clemson he actually um, worked worked with a team as well and a great Clemson player Jeff Davis um, was a great mentor for me in college and um, you know he played in the league maybe six seven years and now he doing the whole he doing it up there at Clemson man they got the whole Paul Journey thing um, getting guys into jobs you know fresh out of school oh, and just, great. just building 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 legacies for them and their families and uh, just super super involved up there so um, so I, I've been surrounded with some really really great people that poured into me and um, so I'm definitely thankful for that that's great that is great and that that's a segues into something i would definitely wanted to ask you about is whenever we have whether it's an athlete or actor celebrity whoever who's who's kind of made it to a a pretty high level of their Mm -hmm. profession i always like to get their their take on people have to come to you i would think for advice like i want to be in pro sports someday i want to be a professional athlete someday Mm -hmm. obviously only a very very small amount of you actually ever get there but what advice do you give like young athletes or youngsters who look for you to for if they're saying they want you know i want to be the next grady jared i want Mm -hmm. to play for the falcons someday or i have some pretty lofty goals that i Mm -hmm. want to get to what kind of advice do you give people who who come to you for that you know first and foremost always tell people you know you got to believe in yourself first um you got to believe in the dream that you have and um you know you got a wholehearted belief because it's easy to say, you know, I could, I could do it, I could do it, whatever. But if you're not putting the work in, you know, everything you're doing is not to achieve this goal. You know, it's like, do you really believe? Because you, you know, that's going to take sacrifice, discipline, and uh, doing the right thing when nobody's watching. And um, I think also, you know, just not not being your own obstacle. You know, a lot of times, you know, especially with young black kids or um, young kids, whatever it may be, we don't want to put ourselves in environments to where um, that limit us from being able to get a college scholarship or um, you know not or whatever kids not making the grade so they can't even they can be a good athlete all you want and you know it's, it's you know people say it all the time you can go one in and out the other but I know great you know great athletes that get the opportunity to go to college because they you know they, they couldn't do the grades or had to go the longer way and then got distracted off off a path so um, I, I, I mean it's, it's we can go all day about you know um, um, what, what I would tell somebody but at the end of the day I think the number one thing is believing in yourself 
and really committing to it. But then also knowing in every effort that you're making to achieve your dream. Um, so even if I didn't make it to the NFL, everything that I've done up to that point, um, I can transfer that to whatever workforce, you know, God mm-hmm. touring me towards, you know. And just because, you, you know, you don't make it to your end goal of what you thought you may want to do, you may be led to something that, that you know, that is your purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and you get, you know, and, and then you find happiness in that and, you know, without your pursuit of becoming a professional athlete or whatever it may be, you might have never awakened that new dream that you have, you know? So so it's okay. Like, and in, 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 as long as you know that you've done your best and whatever it may be, um, you, you'll have peace and um, you can enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. your life. So at the end of the day, I'll just say believe in yourself, go as hard as you can, do everything you can to accomplish your dream so you don't have no regret. And then you feel good at the end of the day. Yeah, that's a great word. I've been able to work with the Players Association over the last few years, mm-hmm. working with young men that are coming out of the, the game. You know, mm-hmm. maybe their career was a year or three years, five years or 10 or 15. Yep. And really helping them understand how the skills that you that you've developed as a ball player mm-hmm. and what got you to be as successful as anybody can translate to a different career Mm -hmm. but a lot of times we don't we don't think that way it's hard for us because we've done something that cumulated skill level that we've learned throughout our whole life it's really difficult to say okay i've been doing this since i'm eight years old Mm -hmm. now at the age of 28 how do i transition to a new path Mm -hmm. and i think it takes some veteran leadership some guys who've been there and and who can who've done it successfully Mm -hmm. get them together and do some one-on-one mentoring or group whatever so players association has done some great things with some um one some independent groups and i was fortunate to be a part of that because i was able to speak and and meet with some young guys who they didn't understand what they could do yeah and i said listen you've developed all kinds of skills Mm -hmm. the hard work the perseverance the 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 mental things that you've had to do to overcome injury and Mm -hmm. success and defeat and all that those translate you know into the workforce but you've got to understand and where to put your energy so that's a that's a great thing, and, and that leads me to one of the things I want to ask you a question is, what do you see yourself doing? You know, I mean, you've only played seven years, and, mm-hmm. and we don't know if you're going to play another year or another 15 years. I mm-hmm. mean, but at some point, your career's over with, and yeah. how do you think you're going to give back? You know, are, do you think you'll give back in the sport? Do you think you'll give back in the community? Mm-hmm. Have you have you thought about anything about, mm-hmm. like, life after football? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely giving back in sport and the community, and, um, you know, using using and you know my brand and building up now while I'm, while I'm playing to in really go in whatever route you know God got for me because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I am preparing myself to to be able to you know do multiple things or whatever it may be and, and um, but uh, yeah definitely using the experiences that I've been through to help the next um, generation coming up and um, always staying active in the communities and you know as far as giving back and um, you know what's, what's going on whether it's you know school work and you know um, on social stuff uh, so just staying, staying, staying active in, in, in that in that um, element of things. But um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I get that question a lot, and I, I can't sit here and tell you, oh, it's, when it's over, I'm gonna be a, a <laughs> engineer, or I'm gonna be a, or you know what I'm saying, or this what particular I'm gonna do. But yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be all right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. but, but that's the thing I'll tell you. Like, just preparing yourself for what's to come. 
And uh, I know it obviously be an adjustment. Um, everything I got right now, I am pouring into my career to, to have a longevity as long as I can. But when that time does come, um, you know, even doing things like, you know, podcasts and mm-hmm. just, you know, talking, that's me kind of finding a niche on what, what sure. something may be, what may work for me, you know, or. Um, You're stretching yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so really just, you know, you know, breaking on comfort zones, you know, mm-hmm. while, while I'm playing, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, because, I mean, when you, obviously every professional athlete can tell you, when you're done playing, man, it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's different, you know. And uh, so just maximizing the time while, while I'm, you know, in my prime and, you know, you know meeting new people and having new experiences is going to lead me to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, and I know early on when Greg and I started doing this show and started getting to know each other better, hearing his story of being a young athlete and at one time being told that he was not even going to play sports anymore as a, as a young man and mm-hmm. then to overcome a lot of odds and eventually make it to the big leagues and having to co- overcome naysayers and getting traded from one team to another and all that stuff to finally make it. It's I love hearing those kinds of stories. And one thing, I was thinking about this watching the NFL draft the other week, mm-hmm. and I've been hollering about this with my friends and on sports radio, and I used to do sports radio, the, the word measurables and how much that mm-hmm. comes into play mm-hmm. and how you see guys' stock or whatever you want to refer to it as fall based on just some measurables. And I'm like... Did you not watch the guy play four years or whatever? Yeah. And I said, and I'm a big basketball college basketball fan too. Yeah. And I'll see a guy go undrafted, and, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I just watched this kid play four years or this man grow, play four years. Mm-hmm. I know he can succeed at this level, and yeah. I'm I'm just an idiot on my couch at home. I'm not a talent <laughs> yeah. evaluator. Yeah. And then I'll see. Luckily, a lot of times I'll see they get signed undrafted, whatever, and, and, then, and they make it. And yeah. it, it always drives me nuts. I'm like, I don't understand the measurables thing. So, for somebody like you, you go to Clemson, your first mm-hmm. team. I mean, it, you should put everything on film you need yeah. to see. And and it's I know it's got to be a dream come true. You get drafted fifth round, hometown mm-hmm. Falcons. That's great. But you're already – you've shown what that you're, you're an early round talent to yeah. me. I mean, yeah. all pro, pro yeah. bowl, all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. So do you find – this is really what I want to ask is – has that sort of been a source of motivation for you for a lot of years? I mean, from even bef- long before you got to college, is that that having to hear that measurable stuff? Does that drive you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely was a source of motivation for me. Um, you know, you know, when when you put the work in and it's on tape, and they still trying to find something wrong with you, you know, you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta, you know, you just take it to the chin. You just use it as motivation because when you get your opportunity to go, then it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Measurable is not gonna say that man lined up across from him. He could be six. <laughs> Six, six, seven. He's still gonna get eight up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like that. That was my mindset. You know what I'm saying? I don't carry first round, second round, coming out of high school, five star, no star, whatever it was. Like, you got to see me. You know what I'm saying? And um, and then like I say, measurables, rankings, all that stuff. That's put on. That's put on you by. That's put on you by another man. What they think about you? You know what I'm saying? No, no. You gotta have that mindset. Like, they, they, nobody can limit me. You know what I'm saying? And see, now that's really was was the mindset that I have and and continue to have. And, and uh, want to continue to grow, you know, and then just being unsatisfied, and uh, and and you know, proving the people that believed in me, you know, right, you know what I'm saying, and 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 just, um, just I mean, and just, it gives you such a satisfaction, man. Just just knowing that they, they didn't believe in you, and you just go to go and have success, and and make you want to have more success, you know. And um, so definitely was a source of motivation. And I tell anybody, you know, go through that struggling, you know, say especially you know that draft is hard for guys, you know, when you when you um, think you're going to go at a certain point and you just keep falling keep falling and shoot I told him when I was going through my draft the fourth round pass I said man
man, I'm I'm probably not about to get drafted. There's still three rounds left, you know, but I'm just, you know, I'm disappointed in the fact because, you know, you're thinking I'm going higher than it was, but once I got selected, none of it mattered, you know. And at the end of the day, being year seven, man, um, seeing every guy um, that got drafted with me, um, you know, is no longer, you know, with the team and um, – and just seeing how that revolving door goes, and uh, it's just it's just it get it, it you know it, it get treacherous out here. So so it, every year you just gotta um, you know you know do it again. You know NFL professional sports, it's about what have you done for me lately. You know you're not you're not owed anything. You know so every year you have to be the, one of the best in the world to do this. Like it's not you can't you can't um, just weight on your past accomplishments and for that to you know the you know what i'm saying it's the, it's the slate wipe clean <laughs> so it started yeah. over to do it yeah. again and that take a special person to continue to do that at a high level so that's why i got great respect for people who've been um playing at an all-star high level for a long long time because that's that's a lot of mental um you know mental more than anything you know to stay at that level so um so that's the kind of thing i see to motivate motivate me to be better and want to continue to um you know where to make pro bowls all pros and eventually you know work work our way up to winning the Super Bowl so that just keep me motivated mm. that's awesome well <clears throat> I'll finish up with this I mean we we love watching you play and um, of course we're we're Falcons fans here too sure. because you know, we're we're all in Atlanta we want to see all of our teams do well and mm-hmm. and uh, I'd love hearing your story because I felt like I was always the second best pitcher you know the mm-hmm. third best pitcher on the team and I always had to prove myself and and uh, I was around a lot of talent. You know this as well. You see a lot of people, but there's more than talent. It, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of different things to mm-hmm. make it to the to the highest level. So it's great hearing your story, and I'm excited about what you're doing. You're stretching yourself. Um, the one thing I will say is that uh, the relation. If you can build relationships now while you're playing, and yep. you'll you'll let yourself be a little vulnerable, it will serve you really well. Yep. Um, I had a very wise man tell me that um, if you'll just be a little vulnerable while you're playing and, and break through with some of those relationships, they will really serve you well when you're done playing yep. because you know as well as I do, like you said, you're in your prime. People people yep. know you. They mm-hmm. want you. And um, and there'll be a time where that won't be the case. Yep, without a doubt. And so you got to know how to be able to, to talk with people and, and uh, reach out and, mm-hmm. and find ways to stretch. So I'm excited about what you're doing. I think that's uh, really healthy and and so we'll uh, continue to listen to what you're doing, and and uh, but we really appreciate you having uh, appreciate you coming on the show, and yes, sir. and uh, you want to tell people where they find your podcast? Yeah, you all you know all major streaming services: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, YouTube. Um, I don't know all the podcast services, but it's on there. Spotify, right? <laughs> yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's that's, there's a, like a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. so we do the same thing. It's yeah. like uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. <laughs> Just all wherever you get your podcast, it'll be there. there you go. Yep. That's yeah. usually Ricky's job. So. I, I, anyway. I, yeah, getting real with Grady Jarrett. Make sure you check it out uh, again. Dansby, this week's guest on yep. YouTube. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Grady, thank you so much, man. We really Absolutely. appreciate thank it. Thank you guys for having me. Our thanks again to Atlanta Falcons. All-Pro defensive tackle Grady Jarrett for joining us here on Behind the Braves. That was man, that was a fun conversation. So uh, we thank him for taking the time uh, coming on with us. 
Uh, Greg, it is, we're almost there. It's almost here. Braves Alumni Weekend is almost here. I can't wait. Uh, really looking forward to it. By the way, I wanted to bring this up. You know, Andrew Jones is uh, one of the big names that's going to be here. Um, and I tell you, man, I've been noticing a lot on social media here lately. I, and I, I, there's a lot of steam out there, a lot of momentum for Andrew's Hall of Fame case. Uh, so I kind of love that we're really featuring him this year in Alumni Weekend because I think that helps – maybe stoke the fires of that conversation a, a, a little bit more. Uh, but it's been good to see Braves fans, Braves country, and even beyond Braves country, which is, is great to see mm-hmm. as well, are really pushing his uh, Hall of Fame candidacy. And why wouldn't you? I mean, I, there's an argument to be – I'm not going to sit here and say that he's the best defensive center fielder of all time. I didn't get to see some some players that came before him play in person. But I will say is I, you can certainly make – you could sit here and make the argument that he's the best defensive outfielder of all time. And to me, that should be enough to get you in the Hall of Fame. Sorry, I just went off on a little tangent there. <laughs> but just seeing him in a lot of our Braves alumni weekend stuff and promotional stuff has been making me mm-hmm. think about that. And it's warmed my heart to see the, the fans online really, I think, that getting behind that campaign. I think he's going to get into Cooperstown someday. So with all that being said, Andrew and a lot of former players here, alumni weekend coming up. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, should be a great time. It's a little earlier this year than in years past. Typically, we we have it in August, but because of some circumstances, we had to put it in May, and uh, we're excited to get the kick off the year. Of course, we're celebrating 150 years of Braves baseball, and who better than to do that with than all of our former players? So Bob Warner's coming, and Ryan Klesko, and Marquise Grissom, and um, Denny Nagel. Uh, Denny's a hoop, man. Dan Ugla, Chris Medlin. So we've got all kinds of guys here not only work for work for us through the broadcasting Frank Coor and and uh, Pete Moylan and um, Nick Green and guys like that Brian Jordan um, but you know we also have Terry Pendleton and uh, Chipper and those guys that that actually work in the organization Eddie Perez Fred McGriff so I try to keep as many of these guys around as possible so I'm always going into offices and saying hey have you ever thought about hiring an alumni right, <laughs> right. yeah hey, that's good uh, so yeah, yeah so it's good uh, I love having those guys around and I uh, I couldn't agree more about Andrew and and uh, his Hall of Fame status. I, you know, of course, he was my center fielder as well as Marquise and Otis. And I mean, he's, I mean, I couldn't. I, I watched a lot of baseball, and um, I, I wasn't watching in the '30s and the '40s and '50s and and '60s. But man, I just don't know how. Uh, watching him as a fan and then watching him as throwing a pitch and then thinking that ball was uh, was a hit and it and it ends up being an out he just was unbelievable and i just um i don't know how in the world he cannot be in in the hall of fame i mean there's there's obviously a precedence like uh, ozzy smith sure. and some of these guys who were so extraordinary in their defensive skills that whatever they lacked from a hitting perspective and andrew by no means was a bad no, hitter not but whatever you want to say about his hitting his defense more than makes up for it yep. so I, i'm with you i'm i'm glad there's there's momentum going and maybe we need to have him on the podcast again to keep that momentum going and maybe it gets him over the hump you never right. know so i think uh, andrew 
Andrew, whether he's in or not, he's in our Braves Hall of Fame. Uh, to me, that's the most important. But for his own um, career, I think he needs to be recognized in, in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. I agree. Completely agree. And I think he's going to get there. I think the, the momentum is, is going in the right direction for him. So uh, I think you just mentioned some some of my all-time favorite Braves just uh, – Personality-wise, I mean, Chris Medlin is one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorite Braves players just because not only for the career he had on the field, I mean, he was so great when he was a player with us, uh, but then for the person he is off the field, just one of my favorites. Uh, I mean, Pete Moylan, we've had him on here. Man, he's always fun. Denny Nagel, we've had on here, who's just <laughs> hilarious. I was just telling somebody over the weekend, I was home with, uh, I was home in Virginia uh, with family over the weekend, and uh, I was talking, I don't even know how it came up, but I was talking about how Denny Nagel, uh, got me so good with uh, <laughs> at, at fantasy camp with I was walking out the cafeteria and he was right in front of me and I, I could have sworn that he just somehow just banged his head into the door but <laughs> like I was like I kind of jumped back and I was like oh, oh god gosh, he, just, he just hit himself head and then he just turned back at me and smiled I'm like oh he's done this before he's so. done the best falls I've ever seen and will be you know yep. did he do that was he out there doing during he, introductions he during introductions on the last day of fantasy camp he did mm. the thing his name was introduced and he did the fake fall and he does the it tuna, so well. The tuna. Is that what it costs? Okay. He's amazing. Yeah. So we got some really good personalities yeah. coming for a long oh, yeah. weekend. So Gary come. Matthews, Sarge, nice. from the 80s. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to do, we'll do some fun things with the fans and uh, some Q&As and autographs and our parade introductions. So yeah, we'll, I'll have a, I'll have a um, kind of a conversation with Bob Horner on Sunday out in the plaza. I'll have some Q&As out there on Saturday. Yeah, it should be a great time. Good deal. All right, well, make sure you come on out here. Hey, we're 100% capacity here at Truist Park now, so come on out and uh, watch the Braves play and uh, come out and visit some of your former uh, favorite Braves out here. So, Well, for Greg McMichael, uh, we, we thank Grady Jarrett again for joining us here on Behind the Braves, and thank you as always for listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing, telling your friends and family about us. You know, Take a screenshot of the, the show on whatever you listen to, throw it on your Instagram story, whatever. We appreciate however you want to help promote the show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we're 85 episodes in now, three years in, and hey, here's to another 85 another three years of it. So we appreciate your support, uh, and we will see you next week. Hey, Braves country. We just wanted to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe Behind the Braves on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or at Braves.com slash Behind the Braves, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Braves. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 